And we are live with Spot Dodge, a live Nintendo podcast where every single week we react to the latest Nintendo news and talk about the games we are playing. And we react to our technical issues every single week, just like John said. Today with me is Mary Stowe, social media manager and host here at Destructoid. With her is John Frisha, managing editor at The Escapist and indie developer. Then we have Greg Vargas, or dynamite giraffe over on twitch and he is a writer over at pc invasion and then the king daddy dilf of the podcast brett larson and i also have to mention eric technical issues white chart how do you say your last name i still don't know i've I've known you for 10 years i don't even know how to say your last name guys let's let's hop on into the news quick intro though yeah i should probably do that every week just to get it out of the way and so intros are nice yeah yeah Yeah. okay let's let's all right Brett, we've seen the Resident Evil 4 remake extended gameplay. It looks pretty awesome. What are your first thoughts or first reaction after seeing that uh, gameplay reveal? Yeah, I'm actually glad we had that little hiccup in audio because I wasn't expecting you to throw it to me first last time. So I was like, completely lost (laughs) my thought. I was like, um... In that case, Mary, what do you think of the Resident (laughs) Evil... (laughs) No, no, I'm, I'm good now. So... Um, I actually just watched that extended gameplay today. I hadn't seen that before, um, like an hour before the show. So um, it was freaking awesome, man. Like, I I think it stays true enough to the original from what I've seen and does enough things differently to where it's going to almost feel like its own thing, but still be true for like the Resident Evil 4 purists like yourself. Um. I mean, I think it takes balls to touch a game like this and remake it where it's such a beloved game because so many people swear by this game. And if they don't nail it like out of the park, then they're just going to get shit like left and right for it. So, but, you know, I, they've done such a damn good job with the other two remakes, two and three, that I just I have to believe that they're going to they're going to knock this one out, too. Um but a couple of things I thought was cool, and maybe we knew this before, but I didn't realize this before, is there's almost like stealth sections. Like he can crouch behind like crates this, and stuff. This, and like, I was going to bring that up. This is the first Resident Evil where you crouch, I believe. Yeah. Um, I saw that and I was huh. instantly like, whoa, because like maybe I, in I'm Revelations sure... 2. I don't, I don't, I feel, I vaguely remember crouching in, in Revelations 2. Doesn't um, the second player crouch in Revelations 2? Possibly. If you don't. Yeah, maybe. I think there is a crouch button in that game, but 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 uh, none of the mainline games as far as I in Resident Evil Seven because I was in VR. <laughs> oh yeah, hey, you that's were in true. the world. <laughs> it's true. You that could do true. anything you wanted in Resident Evil Seven. Yep. Yeah. So I'm I'm curious to see like how how far they take the stealth. Like, are you going to be able to sneak up behind an enemy and like stab him with a knife or something? Uh, I think that might be taking a little bit too far. Or if it's just strictly to hide and then pop back out and shoot him, you know. So yeah. that sounds that that looks really cool. A couple of the enemies just look freaking creepy as hell. There's that one enemy it's showing up. The guy his neck is all broken and hanging off. I was like, damn, that, that got me excited, man. I think it looks amazing. Yeah, I um, am very interested in the crouching. You might remember a, a lot of people forget this, but Resident Evil 4 actually has third person like sections where you're crouching behind something and you're popping up like gears of war like there are a few sections like that in the game so i'm wondering if maybe the crouch is just a modernized version of that you, you know like crouching behind something mm. and then, mm-hmm. then then popping up and shooting oh um i can picture that 
One thing I wanted to say before you kick it over to someone else, I am not looking forward to the minecart section when this game comes no, out. That's going to be awesome. I hated that section so much. Wait, did you really hate it? Yeah, I just kept it's dying like one of my on my favorite sections. When there's, like, when there's like the three guys with chainsaws, you're trying to like fend them off at the same time and you only have like a few Brett, uh, Brett, like Brett. shotgun shells. You just like, got to was... shoot them before they get there. You don't even have no, to fight yeah. them. No, I know. I think I ended up finally figuring it out, but like I died like four or five times. I was like, fuck this. I'm never going to get past this section <laughs> and then figured out what you have to do. So, yeah, I'm so glad I, I actually got you to play the original for the first time, like recently. Yeah. That's yeah, really awesome. Me too. But yeah, we got to look at like uh, Elgato or uh, not Elgato, El Lago, the, uh, the lake in Spanish. And then Elgato um, is the El Gigante. Yeah, I got a a streaming thing, (laughs) and then we saw uh, uh, the uh, El Gigante, the giant, which was really cool. It looks creepy as hell, and I'm very excited for all those things. But I won't go on my rant yet. First, I'll toss it to Mary. What did you think about this gameplay reveal for Resident Evil Four Remake? It looks beautiful. (laughs) Like it's, (laughs) I like the first like at least minute of it i was just staring i was like this it just looks amazing um but then we heard like a very quick little quip from leon like the bill me later for the damages and i was like like that that made me like so happy because i was like okay maybe that means they're gonna keep some of that cheesy corny dialogue that yeah corny but it's what makes resident evil like really good and really fun so that made me happy um but then the chainsaw dude sequence, I was, I was like, I can't like, did he always have eyeballs? And I just never noticed. Were they always that crazy looking? And I was like, crap, this game's going to be so much scarier now. It's all in HD. <laughs> yeah. I, th- um, I think part of what made the original scary though, is those tank controls. Cause you're like, have to turn and then run and like, you know what I mean? Oh so I, I wonder yeah. if they're going to, I wonder if what they're going to do about it, not, you're not going to feel as like, um, I think hampered down from controls. I think they could keep that as long as the sidestep while you're aiming, isn't too fast. Like if they, if they keep it almost completely still, Mm -hmm. but like you can still move slightly, they can still keep like, keep that fear of like being stuck while you aim. Um, they almost have to, I feel like if, if they're going for the, the overall Resident Evil 4 vibe and, um, a few things that I noticed that I want to shout out before anyone else gets to them is that they brought back the follow-up attacks after you shoot someone in the face and they go stumbling away. You can run uh, up to them yeah. and do yeah. a kick. Yeah. So I'm assuming, can Leon still suplex people from the back? God, I That's hope awesome. so. Better. <laughs> Better. Amazing. And I'm really hoping that they keep the knife that's nice and quick maybe even quicker like you shoot someone and then you kick them then you run up to them and start knifing them to conserve ammo um that's like a staple of resident Evil 4 in the beginning if you're like a resident Evil yep. 4 veteran like you use that knife mm-hmm. so much without using any ammo i really hope that sticks around mm-hmm. and uh if if we if we've learned anything from resident evil 8 which took a lot of notes from resident Evil 4 i think the knife is going to be very important um i still have so many questions about like gun upgrades about finding uh key items that you can uh combine and sell at the merchant i really hope all of that is back but for the most part it looks like it's meeting my my very high standards for what a resident Evil 4 remake should be very Asi- high standards mm-hmm. aside <laughs> <Very> from <high. laughs> aside from the characters the the voice acting 
Um, the writing's probably not going to be what I want. There is that one line that Mary mentioned, but aside from that, this looks very serious. And Resident Evil 4 wasn't serious. It had its serious moments, but it was all about the cheese, all about the corn. And I really hope they keep some of that in the game. Like, I feel like it's so important to the identity of Resident Evil 4. And I, and I hope they keep the FaceTime talking with the bad guys. Like, they have to. Um, but yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll have uh, plenty more to say. But first, I'll toss it to John. What did you think? Uh... I was surprised by all the new stuff that we saw because up till now they were really kind of leaning on the horror angle. Like mm-hmm. this is a much scarier, like um, not realistic, but you know, like more like serious. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, like serious toned, like Resident Evil Four. But then we see all this new stuff, and like it's basically just Resident Evil Four, but prettier. Which yeah. I mean, <laughs> which I yeah. think I mostly mean is a good thing. It's like, I mean, as we've already discussed a hundred times, like Resident Evil 4 is basically a perfect game that doesn't need to be remade in the first place. So, um, like, the the additions to the action, like the crouch, like, that all looks really interesting. Um, I'm just wondering now, like, if all of a sudden they are actually going more down the original direction, then even more so, I don't understand why this game exists. Because we we already have the perfect game. If I had it my way, and I've said this a million times, they would have just made the original game prettier. Keep yeah. keep all keep the same movement, keep the same uh like all the audio, keep it the same, maybe redo some like bad audio quality sections. But like I would have loved just like a Last of Us Part One style remake for, for what mm. that was, like t- to the original. But yeah, right. this is more of a sidestep where it's like does it need to exist if it's following similar paths but not do, not really doing the same thing? I feel like yeah. a lot of people that are younger would be like, yes, we need this remake. But I feel like people 30 and older are going to be like, Resident Evil 4 is perfect. Maybe we didn't actually need this brand new remake. Because there's a big difference between remaking Resident Evil 2, a fixed camera angled game from the 90s, and the Resident Evil 4, which which like spearheaded third person over the shoulder aiming, and really yeah, doesn't feel all that bad after 30 minutes to an hour. Like, yeah, I feel like it's a yeah. little overblown. People saying Resident Evil 4 like is has aged so poorly. I really don't think it has. But sorry, I keep going on rants. John, keep on going. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, RE4 has aged really, really well as far as I can tell. And like as people have already said, like it would make more sense to like do this to Code Veronica, which most people never played, including me. I mean, they that's commented a game- on that, didn't they? Yeah, recently, I they like I think they said something to the effect of like maybe, <laughs> like one yeah. of those non-committal, we're not closing the door, it's possible sort of answers. But like, I think with Code Veronica especially, like because so many people haven't played it, they could like get away with murder even more so than like with RE three, where like they changed all sorts of weird crap for no clear reason. <laughs> Code Veronica. Nobody's even going to know what you're changing. You can do anything to it. Like, that's true. Like, yeah. like, that's your license to do whatever you want. So, like, you'd think there'd be more enthusiasm to remake Code Veronica. But RE4 yeah. is, like, already perfect. So Yeah, yeah they said if, if the opportunity comes, maybe. Okay. Yeah, that's what so, maybe. What, what do you mean? You make the opportunity. Yeah. You're Capcom. Right. Yeah. It's it's not like you're a, you're like waiting for approval from your publisher. You're the publisher. Yeah, my boss gives me the okay. We could do it. <laughs> and they're selling like millions of copies on each. Oh game. yeah. Like, oh yeah. Yeah. I was just telling Brett about this. In the last five years, it'll it will have been five years in like a month. I think we've gotten Resident Evil Seven, RE Two. RE3, 
Resident Evil 8 plus the DLC for those games. Four games in five years. That's and now we're gonna have insane. a fifth. Mm-hmm. Most most like most companies do like one game like nowadays at least not not back in the day but like development cycles and whatnot take forever now. So like most developers they're doing like one game every five years. I mean yeah. like look at uh, Gotham Knights. It's been ten years since their last game, which is wild. <laughs> but um, yeah, so the fact that they're cranking these out so fast, they're of such high quality, and you, like the production per square inch in these remakes is just out of this world. Like they look beautiful. They're some of the best looking games out there, and they're just cranking them out so quick. It's absolutely insane. John, any other first impressions or thoughts on Resident Evil Four? I mean, I think it looks awesome. I just, I'm not, I don't fully understand why it exists now that now <laughs> that it's just... like back to this ang- action angle. But like, it does look fun. Yeah, and they are adding like like you can now counter the chainsaw with your gun or your knife or something. Yeah, yeah like... which is funny. I had to go Which back I feel and watch like kind of makes it less scary to see that that it is the knife because it really looks like it's the gun. It's just that there's no animation to show that it's yeah, deflecting with the knife. Yeah, maybe okay, it's yeah. like only once me. you can do it. Yeah. yeah, I I really hope. I mean, I didn't. I like that already right there is like that that removes a huge fear. Like when he catches you in Resident Evil Four, you're done. Yeah, like you're I'm dead. Still scared of him. <laughs> I, I feel, feel like it's not going to be as scary unless they're like making it so that when you die there's like more like there's more of a reason to like to be scared if you die but like resident was never done anything like that so yeah i, I just feel like adding that was kind of dumb but i'm going to continue to criticize this game to the highest degree possible so i'm <laughs> just a uh, forewarning to everyone uh this is this is a different beast for me like this is a remake of my favorite game ever so like every little thing i'm gonna i'm gonna notice if it's different if it's if it's something that's slightly off and I won't even rant about the characters, but a lot of them are not giving me vibes of the previous iterations, like, at all. I do like, however, how they're focusing more on the infection in, in their bodies. Because Resident Evil 4 does, like, yeah. a few cutscenes where, like, Leon passes out. But then it's never really, like, they don't really pay much attention to it. Sooner or later, um, you take the virus out of your bodies and then you escape. But this game looks like it's really affecting, especially Ashley we saw. Yeah, I was going to say Ashley. Um, so yeah. yeah, her veins are like all black and you can see a portion into her like face yeah. and neck. Yeah, that yeah. looks cool. Also, one thing I wanted to point out, Ada, they're using the same character model, which is great. Looks 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 like a great version of Ada, but her As voice sounded different. Male, I'm very happy about keeping that. <laughs> <laughs> um, her voice sounded, it didn't sound like Ada from Resident Evil 2 Remake. And I, I actually, that was like one of the big voice actor things because I, I, I hated most of that. But Ada was the one character that I was like, She's she's almost perfect. I, w- I would have preferred Ada she from Resident Evil Four, but this she's one perfect. she sounded and she looked like she 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 had the part like perfectly, but her voice sounded weird in the trailer. It, it's it's kind of sounded like I don't even know like just just a generic <laughs> voice. Like it didn't sound like the other the other Ada. Just some lady. It sounded like a very <laughs> I don't know. Like it's hard to explain. Just is is is. I don't know. Let's just move on. I I did notice. Yeah, no, the, the yeah, random the, NPC the voice. The tone sem- seemed a little different. Yeah, it it just it sounded different. It sounded the, a little more w- like a girl at a shopping mall to me. Yes, or like someone who would uh, <laughs> someone who would to, like. I was going to be like, I, oh, it's me, but then you said that. I was like, maybe not. <laughs> 
So I'm and I, I I'm gonna be pretty mad if they recasted Ada because I was like like they keep recasting characters and it's like what actually matters Capcom because apparently the characters don't matter to you the continuity doesn't matter the faces they've 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 kept, they've kept the same since since RE2 remake except so that's for Chris Redfield. Chris well, yeah, Redfield Chris, they, changed to fucking boulder punching Chris. At least Redfield, they changed them back though. At, at least they. <laughs> that's they, true. That's true. Like. Resident Evil Chris, we just don't even talk about him. Like, what a terrible... <laughs> Where is his chin? He doesn't even have a chin. Yeah. Like, he didn't even look like anything like Chris. And he had, like, a few pubic hairs on his chin. Like, what are you doing, Capcom? Gosh. <laughs> All right. Next up, we have Greg. What did you think about the Resident Evil 4 remake? I thought it looked pretty damn good. Um <clears throat> I still feel like, you know, it's like one of those things that I look back on my childhood and like, I always like wonder when video game cutscenes were going to actually look like the video games themselves. And yeah, like to a certain degree, what John said, like, why does this game exist? But, um, you know, I do, I do feel like, you know, kind of off of a point you made, Brett, you said you were like, yeah, yeah. After 30 minutes or an hour, you know, people might start to feel comfortable if this was a remake and the original controls were in place. But I think you have to think about like the modern era of gaming, the new uh, generations of gamers out there. You don't have an hour to capture somebody's attention to get them to play. Like you you have to modernize some aspect of it or, you know, give it a, a brand new coat of paint or or build it differently to really capture someone's, you know, shortened attention span. And I think that, in, in this case, you know, they've, they've kind of, um, you know, a lot of the elements that I saw in the trailer, just like it, it, it felt like, yeah, it was more the same, but it also felt more modern in a lot of ways. Like, you know, when it came to like the lighting, the movement, the animations, the controls, the character designs, like, but I still felt, felt that original sense of like being tense or like terror and i wasn't even playing you know mm -hmm. as you go through the village and more villagers are coming after mm. you and you're yeah. like running through houses and jumping out windows and climbing up roofs and jumping off roofs and you jump down and people are in your face and the chainsaw guy's right behind you and you're just like oh fuck oh fuck oh fuck like where am i gonna go am i gonna actually die but i do agree with that though that you said you know um you know using your gun to block it i i really do hope it's like a like you only get to do it once you can't just yeah. keep you know, pairing it over and over again, because that does take the suspense away from the chase. And I just remember, you know, playing the original for the first time and dumping, you know, so many rounds into him just to drop him and like trying to, you know, manage space and run out out of in and out of buildings to, to stay alive. So um, to that degree, I, I hope I hope it isn't, you know, but shit, who knows? They could it could be like a, a original dif difficulty or some sort of um option in in the menu but um overall man i i didn't think i would be this excited to play resident evil 4 again um you know i picked it up when it originally came out played it i don't know like seven or eight times and then i really haven't touched it in in quite a while but this this i love this resident evil revival the the last couple of games and i i just enjoy the fact that you know this is coming out again and um, you know, even if it is just a new coat of paint in terms of graphics and environments and, you know, changes to animations, I feel like, you know, it's, it's, it's great for a new generation to get to experience this, but also for myself to get to experience it again. And I'm, I'm very much looking forward to, forward to it. The trailer just got me amped. 
Yeah, like a part of me is thinking like, I'm really glad that people are finally going to experience this Resident Evil game, but it's like, it's not the Resident Evil game I wish everyone experienced. I just want them to play Resident Evil 4, the original, they- because... <clears throat> There's no way that this game... I mean, there's no way this game tops the original. Like, there's just simply no way. Like, the, I don't even... The problem, <laughs> the, the problem with that is, like, I, I have a perfect, uh, perfect example. Like, my son, he's 13. And I played Resident Evil 4 last year. And he walked in on me. He's like, what is this? And I was like, Resident Evil 4. I haven't played it before. He's like, huh, well, I want to I wanna play it. And I'm like, all right, I'll, I'll set it up on your, on your PS4 for you. And he played for, like, 20, 30 minutes. And he, he couldn't play anymore because he hated the controls so like someone that's younger may not have that kind of patience that we did when we were younger because that's all games were is is that kind of style and you had to be patient with games and now they're so used to like quick turn like free flowing aiming while you're running and crouching and all that stuff to where you know like he just didn't have the patience to sit through it so uh to greg's or someone someone made the point where um for the people that have played the original that want to keep those tank controls, maybe it's good that they don't have them because newcomers may not stick around that long. Because like you said, you, you got to make an impression in the first half hour to an hour, if you want someone to really dive into it. So, but maybe really, sorry. No, I was just going to say, maybe they would do this. Like maybe they would have a mode where it has the original controls. And then another mode. It would be really cool if they had the original th- like controls where you can't move and you aim and it actually isn't like a normal sights. It's the, it's the laser like from oh, yeah. Resident Evil Four. Like yeah. Not, yeah. not your typical sights. I would definitely play it that way without yeah. a doubt. Oh my god! They, me, man, I wish they were doing that. I, that'd I be a great say, surprise. Let me plug my GameCube controller into my PS Five. Play that awesome. way. Yeah. <laughs> that'd be awesome. Which people actually gave me crap for playing the GameCube version because they're like, I can't believe you're actually playing that. The controls are so bad. And I was like, I'm, if, I'm doing fine. After 30 yeah. minutes, it's like people, I I always hear this, these like <laughs> criticisms about controls and controllers. Like I'm a console hopper, so I'm on like every device. And I'm te- like, after 30 minutes, I'm used to it. My brain is trained to get used to controls pretty quickly. And I feel like like everyone else would be the same just if they just gave it a shot. Like it's really not that bad. Yeah. yeah, like it. I played Monster Hunter, the the weirdest controls in the world. Yeah, I hate that. that. Yeah, I quit that so fast, and I, I completed it. <laughs> I it's... I could not do Monster Hunter. No, no. I got used to it, and I completed the main story campaign thing. And uh, so, yeah, I mean, it's 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 not what's, as hard. What's as so think. weird about the controls? Like, what's what's so <laughs> everything? They suck. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> It's the worst. It's so weird. I played try- like a- was it try on the Wii? Oh yeah, yeah. Talk about. I weird. was. Whenever I was younger, I always wanted to get that, but never could. Could try. I, played, I, I was gonna say I played Metroid Other M on the Wii. That's oh, wonky. Yeah. I, I just that played that bad. this year. I would oh, wait, much rather play year? that than Monster Hunter. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, but I actually like you were liked saying, the though, Metroid controls. What? Oh, no, I was just going to say, like, I, before this thought leaves my head, which, you know, things like this does, do often, I just feel like it's it's Capcom uh, tossing the widest net possible. They're going to get the nostalgic, you know, old timers, the old schoolers that For sure, you know, yeah. remember Resident Evil 4, and then they're going to get, you know, the, I mean, there's way more gamers now than there ever was. And so I feel like this is just oh, yeah. an opportunity to capitalize yeah. on that. 
Yeah, and I'm really curious <clears throat> what they're going to do for the, because they're trying to make this more grounded, obviously. I really, before I get to my next thing, I really hope that Leon still is like acrobatic because he would do like backflips well, on the did- spot. Ju- like uh, just to dodge like a simple attack he'd do like two backflips in a row it's like what the hell um, I, was, I was gonna turn, say they turn they have acrobatics that. on they, they have that part on the extended gameplay where he jumps out the window and does like a somersault yeah but it was a cut lands. scene i was i don't uh, I, yeah i want to play that it, like it, i, I want to be able to jump out of the that, windows all the time not during yeah. a cut scene it makes me think that they're going to keep like the over-the-top acrobatics in the game too i hope after so. i saw i hope but speaking of over the top, what I was originally going to say, the last third of this game, the island, is a freaking war. There's literally a war going on. <laughs> There's like a helicopter shooting. The zombies are shooting turrets at you. I really wonder how they're going to handle it in this remake. Like, are they really going to do that? Because that was the most over the top part of the game. I love it, but I feel like a lot of people would be like, what the hell? Like, I'm, I'm in the middle of a freaking war right now with zombies, basically. Yeah. Well, I mean, the last like, Plagas they- disease vanquish does that like it's really just kind of over the top like weird action i think they can get away with it yeah, yeah but vanquish is way different than resident evil like yeah right <laughs> like it's yeah, futuristic but i mean like i mean i i still feel the whole feel like it's all of like vanquish is over the top semi-serious dude speaking of vanquish and the developer of that game we got to talk about Platinum game three, <laughs> yeah, Bayonetta three. Um, actually, we, we we'll save Silent Hill two for last. Um, first, let's talk about Bayonetta because we just talked a lot about horror. So let's get into something else. Bayonetta three. The critics have spoken. Destructoid gave the game a ten out of ten. Who is that reviewed by? Uh, Chris, I think that's that's the only review that matters. Destructoid. So exactly. Yeah, Chris Carter gave it a ten out of ten. Has one hundred and seventeen comments on the article. Wow. Um, but yeah, it's really good. Yeah, that's, that comes out. Uh, that right. comes out. We have we haven't Next played topic. it. That I played it. Well, oh yeah, Mary did play yeah. some of it. Yeah, it comes but out yeah, tomorrow, I'm, right? Yeah, Friday. no, in three days. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah Friday. I think oh Friday. Okay, okay. I was thinking twenty. I'm glad it's not tomorrow. Honestly, I'm trying to get through all these damn games to keep dropping. It's so damn dude. Many. I know. Um, <laughs> So yeah, uh, Bayonetta three has an eighty nine on Metacritic, and it just it just looks awesome. Like I I didn't want to watch too much. I watched like a few snippets of someone's review, and I was like, I've already seen more than I wanted to. I saw someone yeah. using like a hook shot. I saw someone like it looked like they were roller skating. I don't know what they were doing, but I was like, man, this looks awesome. I don't want to see any more. I just want it to all be a surprise. All the set pieces, yep. I want them to be a surprise. That's what Bayonetta yep. is all about. Um. But John, any 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 thoughts on this critic drop? Was it higher or lower than you expected? Uh, well, I'm hoping some random review will pop up to like bump it back up to ninety. I know. <laughs> yeah, we need more games this year. As silly as that is, because we all know none of this actually matters at all. But right. But, but one, you, you know, you know, as a developer though, they're like, "Fuck, eighty nine. Come on, we just need one point higher." <laughs> Hasn't that happened well, like multiple times this year? Yeah, there's another so game that was eighty nine yeah. too. I'm trying to well, remember. Like, I think it's like actually been demonstrated with data that a game that gets a, a minimum 90 Metacritic score, like it, it actually correlates with a dramatic sales boost. Oh, I yeah. guess hmm. nine's the magic number where people who normally wouldn't buy a game, they'll buy it anyway on the strength of the reviews, I guess. Mm-hmm. So okay. It needs I have to point. talk about, <laughs> I have to talk about all the 89s this year. <laughs> we have I was the Cuphead, uh, the Delash. Oh, nice. 
<laughs> uh, the Delicious uh, Last Course, 89. Xenoblade Chronicles 3, 89. That's what I was thinking of. 89. The Near oh, wow. Automata Switch Port, 89. Bayonetta 3, wow. 89. These are actually the... higher scores than I was expecting. <laughs> I didn't know there was that many, yeah. The Stanley Parable, 89. I still might have been that. higher Stanley on Parable's PS5. Very cool. Okay. Is, I was going to ask if any of you guys have played Stanley Parable. It's good. Well, I played the original PC version. Yeah. It's pretty much the same game, though, right? Just extended or something. Yeah. I think this new version adds new stuff, which is cool. But like the original version, like, I mean, like, it's so freaking weird. Like, yeah. I don't know if you can even really call it a video game. It's just like a really amusing experience. That's cool. So, yeah. <laughs> And then uh, there's, there's there's so many 88s. Neon White, The Last of Us Part 1, Immortality, uh, AI, The Somnium Files, Uncharted Legacy Collection, Tunic, Rogue Legacy 2, 13 Sentinels, Horizon Forbidden West. Wow. Those are all Grand 88? Tourism. Yeah, those are all 88. Man. Wild. Go the Year of High Sentinels. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to get back to that right for Xenoblade, I promise. <laughs> cool. <laughs> I remember everything. Like I've been keeping it in oh, my brain, good. going through it. Like what all happened? I can't forget. Yeah, because I I really was enjoying it, but it's just one of them things where it's like I I gotta stay with the times because I want to be able to make content on these video games. So right, right, right. I've been I've been playing Xenoblade for like four months or more, and I still haven't <laughs> beat it. I'm at the very end, but I'm gonna beat it before the year is over for sure. Yeah, you will. Okay, right. but yeah, Bayonetta 3 looks incredible. Just wanted to shout that out. But we also wanted to talk, or at least I wanted to talk about the voice actress drama. Yeah. Last week we talked about it a lot. Helena Taylor came out and said that she was only offered $4,000. Turns out there was a bit of a confusion. And here's what I think <laughs> happened, all right? Let me break down a bit. what I think happened. A, a small amount. Dramatic liable omission. I... Honestly, don't think she knew she was lying about what she what she said. I think that she thinks that four thousand was their final offer for her to voice the game, not the the cameo, which what it ended up being. That's what Jason Schreier said. I think that's what she thinks their final offer was. Whenever she said, "Okay, so they offered her ten thousand, she said no, I want more." Then they offered her fifteen thousand, she said no. In her mind they're going to come back to me with a new number and platinum's mine. They're thinking we're going to find someone else. 11 months go by. She doesn't hear a thing from them until 11 months later. They already got the new voice chat of uh, the new actor. They probably already voiced the game. They come back to her and say, Hey, 4,000 and, and, and you can have a role in the game. And she's probably thinking 4,000 a voice. I, I said, I said 15,000 wasn't enough. This is, this is preposterous. What do they think of me? And boycott, then she made that boycott. video. <laughs> boycott this even, game. That's this has got to be what happened. It, it was exactly w- what what uh, Mary and I thought. I remember last week was that mm-hmm. there was just a miscommunication, it's and very she possible. thought. So when they said f- four thousand, that's when she was like, "I'm going to make a video about this final offer they offered me, and not not bring up the other offers because those ones don't count anymore." She definitely should have done that, but right. she didn't because she thought that's in the past. They just offered me four thousand. I'm going to talk about this. And then it ended up being no girl. They they already hired a different a different person to be Bayonetta. In a nice gesture, they said we still want to have our previous voice actress in the game. So 
let's go see if she wants to at least have a small role because she meant a lot to us. Like that's what uh, Hideki Kamiya said, even though he's an asshole, he, he said, you really mean a lot to us in this role. And she, she said 15,000 wasn't enough. So to them, that's all they thought she was worth. Whether that's too low is up for her to decide and up for them to decide. It sounds mm -hmm. low to me, but my opinion doesn't really matter. And they said, we're going to move forward without her. And then that's, yep. that's what, that, that's, that's everything that happened. Anyone have any thoughts on this whole situation? <laughs> Her, what what her, even her, is a cameo? Yeah, I mean, what role really would she play? That'd be weird. That'd yeah, be like, like having Troy. That'd be like having Troy Baker not play Joel in The Last of Us. But you can have a cameo as like a, a non-playable I mean, character in the game. But see, if, if, if you put, if Brett, you put what if Troy I told Baker, you? though, if you put Troy Baker in that same position, people would be like, "Oh, you need to have Troy Baker." I can't believe they're doing this to him. No, no, no I, guys, I'm guys, just coming up with just an guys, guys, hang on, hang on. One thing I wanted to react to Brett was a different person's playing Joel in the TV series and Troy Baker has a cameo. That's true. So, yeah. That is true. <laughs> I was, was going to make that same point. I was like, different. Different. It's different. It's different. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's, a, yeah, it's a TV that's show. That's true. And Martin that is fun. in the Mario movie. Yeah. He has a cameo. <laughs> yeah. That's, yeah. A, that's a good point, too. For film, it, it makes sense. But for a video game, I, I don't know. What I'm thinking is, is because this game apparently takes place in multiverse stuff. Her, yeah, like maybe. maybe they were thinking story-wise, it would be maybe, cool yeah. since since we couldn't come to an agreement on this game. Story-wise, it'd be cool to have Helena Taylor show up at the end of the game and she's playing the original Bayonetta. Who, and it's like a huge, like, what? I wasn't even playing the original before. And that's why she looks different. It's like Bayonetta as like her uh, Bayonetta 2 look. And it's Helena Taylor's voice. That'd be pretty awesome. Yeah, um, maybe. That's it. Yeah, I could see that. So that's what I'm thinking. I, her I just think whether whether she, I, I don't, I don't think there's any ill will. Like I, I don't think she came in like with that original video, purposely lying because that would be very stupid of her. Because the the mm -hmm. facts were going to come out. All Platinum would have to do is say, okay, look, we did this, this, and this. But the fact that she came out a second time and then revealed that they offered her $15,000 before the $4,000, that like discredited everything she said before. And it actually makes Platinum look like almost in a good light. Even though I, I still think they offered her way too low, they now look like they're in a much better light. And she looks like the, the people are like questioning her now. Whereas before it was flipped, it was like she was being held on this pedestal like, she's a victim and platinum was like people are looking down on them i think it totally reversed now because everyone's like okay well what the hell is the truth like you just told us something completely different so yeah i think i think her coming out with that second video did not do her any favors yeah yeah it's all happening in the court of public opinion and yeah. just like yeah. a court just like a court case you know if somebody says you know, they, they they basically like in my mind, this is equating her to like lying on the stand, and right. she wasn't necessarily lying. You know, because I mean, we, no nobody on the internet has been there. You know, behind closed doors during this whole, you know, negotiation of of payment for for either of these parties. And not only that, there's the um, well, John was there. You know, he the, just can't the language talk about barrier. It. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I think he's actually the one running Hideki Kamaya's <laughs> Twitter account. <laughs> you son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all got what you had coming to you. <laughs> yeah. Then we have to shout out recently, Camilla. This girl like tweeted at him, but she was responding to someone who was being a douche. So yeah. she was like, 
that's rude or something to someone else not to yes yes so rude and then he tweeted at her you're cute so i won't block you but beware of my rules yeah the guy's a fucking legend (laughs) (laughs) oh man i hate i hate that i that i feel confusion toward him like as a person like do i love him or do i hate him i'm really really not sure but but it's in a hilarious way I'm all about the guy. Yeah, I know. It's funny. I just can't tell if I hate him or love him. He's like the kid in your friend group that you love to pick on, but you don't want him to leave. (laughs) Exactly. That kid was me. Exactly. (laughs) Did Helena Taylor delete her her Twitter? I don't see it anymore. No, no, it's there. Yeah. Maybe I'm I'm just looking at it right now. Yeah. No, I wanted to. Oh yeah, she's there. I wanted to see how she worded the four thousand. If she said four thousand, general, or like four thousand for a smaller role or cameo. In the new tweets. Yeah. She said they then offered me a flat fee to voice some lines for four thousand dollars. Yeah. Some lines. Some some lines. It wasn't the full character on the second video, which you know that's. But I think it. Yeah, I mean, maybe they were like. Maybe she didn't know how many lines. Like, what if it was only literally a line, and, <laughs> yeah. and they were gonna give her four thousand, like for that cameo? Like, I'm telling you, my my multiverse theory is probably right. Just like everything else, I just, I said it's it's got to be it. It's got to be it. But uh, yeah, let's let's move on to the next topic, which is Alan Wake for Nintendo Switch. One of my favorite games of all time, actually. Uh, it's a terrible port. It's called Alan Wake Remastered, and it looks worse than the Xbox 360 version um, significantly. Uh, so I just wanted to shout that out. We like to shout out things that are good and things that are bad here on the show. It's the first Don't time a remaster has looked worse than the original. Go Switch. <laughs> uh, well, I don't know. Last was part one. Last was part one. Looked <laughs> worse kidding. than the original. <laughs> In some lights, it did, actually. But we won't talk about that. Out of your mind. In some lights, you got to admit. Okay. (laughs) Let's talk about what we're playing. Getting through the show kind of fast today. So first, we'll start with John. What have you been up to? All right. Uh, Well, I've continued playing Dragon Ball The Breakers, which the mirror continues. Yeah, yeah. I'm getting better at it. It's becoming even more fun. Um, So for those who could use a reminder, this is the Dead by Daylight ripoff, basically. Like, except I've never played Dead by Daylight, so I don't even know how much or how it's ripping it off, but that's the fastest way to describe it. Let's squat up. We'll do it. We'll play some rounds together. (laughs) So, uh, you know, it's funny. I I didn't even realize that, like, there was an option to select which bad guy you want to be when you're selected to play as the bad guy. So, like, I kept wondering, like, man, why do I get sell every time? I want to play as somebody else. It's because I didn't tell the game to play as somebody else. (laughs) So I finally found that option, and I played a couple games as Frieza. And the first game, I lost. But the second game was so satisfying I not only won, but I actually killed every single individual person on the good guy team. And it wow. ruled. Like, I, Frieza has, like, those death lasers that shoots out of the one finger dramatically. So I kill the last person, and it flashes on screen that, like, all the survivors are dead. And I was like, what? I killed everybody? <laughs> what? <laughs> like, That's awesome. Like, you can win by, um, if you if you destroy all of their, like, means of escape, then you win. 
Um, and that's you, that's how I always won up to now. But this time, like, no, I actually succeeded in hunting down and killing every single person. And it, it was even more satisfying because you can collect the Dragon Balls during a match as a good guy or as a bad guy. And you can like you can wish for different things. But the only thing people ever wish for is more power. I guess it's the best one. So somebody even got the Dragon Balls. They got maximum power, which is actually pretty dangerous, even against the bad guy. And I still managed to beat him. I hit him with a death ball and I shot him. It was great. You all should have been there. You all should have watched it. <laughs> we should have. <laughs> yeah. Bottom line, I'm really liking that game. And usually games like this, I just fall off like right away. But this is something I'm probably just going to keep playing on and off like. That's I, cool. I I have a hunch that this is not as skill based as Apex Legends with Greg. Get I have a hunch this, out of here. This, <laughs> this will be very likely like an eternal jank fest that just happens to be really, really fun. Like it's not even well, like you can unlock a lot of um uh cosmetics and stuff to like customize your guy. Honestly, I don't even care about that. Like I just like I just like playing the game and trying to win the matches and I don't really bother with the other stuff much. So like uh if if you're hardcore into Dragon Ball, like I don't see why you wouldn't have fun with it cuz I am. I don't play online. But yeah. And uh beyond that, I actually I beat Mega Man 10 and I beat it without much trouble. So I'm wondering why I didn't just, you know, do that when it came out however many years ago. But you can totally tell Mega Man 10 was made for people that had played nine other Mega Man games. If you've never played a Mega Man and you jumped into Mega Man 10, you'd be like miserable and hate yourself. Like the challenge is there and it's really fun. It's just that if you've played every other one, you're kind of used to it. So that's cool. And uh, last but not least, um, uh, I ended up getting a review code for uh, the new Star Ocean game that's coming out from, uh, I think it's called Triace and it's being published by Square Enix. Yeah, I think I can, because as far as I know, where I left <laughs> off last night is, I think, where the demo that's available to everybody ends. So okay. I guess I'm talking about a demo everyone's had access to for like a month or two or something. But it's um, the trailers kind of made it look like it was going to be like this open world RPG sort of deal. And so far, it's really not. It's fairly linear, but you can like glide. You can like do like these aerial boosts and you can like hover down afterwards. So it's linear maps, but you can just like chuck yourself across the area by just boosting over and over. And if you don't want to fight something, that's fine. Boost, boost. Even the basic run is like super fast by RPG standards. So you can just like bolt it wherever you want to be. So like (laughs) if you're bored, you can just literally run past everything. So, uh, so far I'd say the actual story and everything's very traditional. Every match has just been mash square to win so far. Um, but I don't know. I think some games <laughs> these days are overcomplicated and I, at the moment, at least I'm just appreciating that it's like, all right, kill, kill, kill. Now back to jumping. Whee! And that's nice. the game so far. So yeah. I like gliding in games almost as yeah. much as I like hook shots. <laughs> there you go. So yeah, hook early shots. first impressions. I'm, I'm feeling good about this game so far. Nice. Interesting. Little sneak peek for John's review coming out later this month, I'm sure, or early next month. On the Escapist magazine. Because of our our email snafu behind the scenes this weekend, it turns out I got the review code on freaking Friday, and I did not Mm. get it until like Monday evening. Of course. So my review is going to be a little late. (laughs) But it's That email stuff, man, I tell you what, uh, makes me want to kill myself. (laughs) 
Um, um, I lost access to so many conversations I was in the middle of, uh, so and not, I don't know so the email. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was like several important escapist sponsor conversations. Pause. Cause yeah. lost my email. But, Man. Anywho. <laughs> but yeah. Uh, next up, actually guys, let's, let's talk a little bit about silent Hill. Cause I've, forgot about that so for yeah. before we go to greg he's playing <laughs> greg's playing boner jam 9000 it looks like that's what's on the list so um <laughs> before we get to that let's talk about silent hill bloober team we were i was right about well i guess everybody was right about that that they are making that but unfortunately kojima productions is not making the next silent hill game but i feel like that this one was of. that we know that's of. true <laughs> <laughs> but they did announce like six or something crazy um <laughs> But yeah, th- I felt like this was the most significant one. It's it's getting Easily. quite the facelift, and to me, it looks like this remake is more of a shot for shot like remake, um, like how I wish Resident Evil Four was, but it's not. It's more of like because if you look at some of the scenes, even the camera angle is the same as as the original game, which I think is really awesome. Um, and I've actually never played the original Silent Hill too, so I'm excited to play it for the first time, looking all fresh and beautiful. But uh, is anyone excited for this? Mary, you're a horror person, right? What do you think? Silent Hill's yeah. too spooky. <laughs> Silent Hill looks too spooky for me. Like, I guess I've never actually played a Silent Hill game because I saw the movie when I was probably way too young to be watching the movie and it terrified me. So I've never touched a Silent Hill game. Um, I will say though, I was pleasantly surprised. I did watch the entire presentation. I thought it was going to be like, a teaser trailer for one game and then a 45 minute conversation about a Netflix series. And that's, those were my expectations mm-hmm. going into this. And then they're like, <laughs> here's a really in-depth look at Silent Hill 2 remake. Here's a trailer for this. Here's a trailer for this. And I was like, mm-hmm. Oh, like y'all have a lot of stuff going on. This is an <laughs> like, event. Yeah, yeah. I was like, I was, I was really <laughs> shocked, like pleasantly shocked that they showed a lot of games. And so, and like I texted one of my back. friends. Yeah, that's what I thought. I texted one of my friends and I was like, how are you doing? And he just like all caps, just ah, like screaming and like emojis. And I was like, that's how Silent Hill fans are right now. (laughs) Yeah, which is crazy to think about the fuck Konami. uh, I forgot about that. Yeah, that (laughs) enough time has passed. How how long? Yeah, that everybody forgot about it. (laughs) Yeah. Mm -hmm. But yeah, this is coming from Bloober Team, which Brett Larson is a huge yes. fan of. And I've become a blue blue lever. That's what I blue, wanted to say. Blue beaver. Blue bite? <laughs> no, blue weaver. Blue weaver, yeah. Um, so I yeah. would call them Team 7 out of 10. Definitely. Yeah, you made that joke last time, John, and I don't appreciate it, okay? <laughs> but guys, every once in a while, you know, it's... Truth. It's nice to play a seven, you know, it's like sometimes you just need it. You need it in your rotation of games so that the other games feel more special. That's what Blue Routine offers everyone is you play a seven out of ten and then you can you can go play something better. But yeah, Brett, what's your hype level for this? I'm excited, as you mentioned, like I'm a big fan of Bloober stuff. Um, it, just in the last like year, I've played both Layers of Fear, the um, the medium Blair Witch and gosh what was the other one the observer and yeah. uh i the observer is actually the most recent one i played and and uh i really really liked that game i thought i was gonna 
that, that was going to be my least favorite and it was actually fantastic. So I'm excited for it. You know what, what I'm actually really interested in is that Annapurna Silent Hill game. Like that's, mm, that's yeah. got me very interested. Cause I, I pretty much have a, an idea. Yeah. I pretty much have an idea of what, uh, of what the Silent Hill two is going to be and like what Bloober is going to bring to the table. But I'm really interested in that. Cause it's like Annapurna is like one of those, one of those uh, teams that just like, has been nailing so much lately. There's so many Annapurna games that I've just loved recently. And, and the I wonder what, it, right? what it's going to be. Yeah. yeah they're a publisher. Exactly. The developer is no code. Right. Right. Uh, no code. What have they done? Anything Stories we know? untold and observation, and I've played neither one, but oh, I know observation. people really like them. Yeah, I've heard. I've heard that was good. Um, but yeah, that's awesome. I really liked the last third of Blair Witch, and I, I thought the medium was good. A lot of people did not like the medium. I felt like I knew what the game was before I jumped into it. I knew it that it was literally mainly just the title. It's medium. Yeah, it's a medium <laughs> game. It's just a walking sim, basically. Like, and, and that's okay. Like, you're just experiencing a story, doing a few puzzles along the way. Like, I was completely happy with that game, and I, I thought visually it actually looked really cool. And like the two two scenes at once uh, stuff was really cool. Yeah. And uh, and at the time they said it was only possible on modern hardware, so it was like, ooh, that's a reason to play this game because it's only mm. it's only on the uh, the new console. But yeah, uh, Greg, Johnny, either are you excited about this or you guys Silent Hill people? Fuck yeah! Like, okay, speak. speak. No, I was just gonna say that um, <laughs> I'm glad to see this franchise, you know, revived. I'm glad to see that enough time has passed that people have forgotten about the fuck Konami movement. Um, I'm also glad to see that you know, once again, another game coming from the depths of older console generations coming to new light with new hardware and um, you know, a lot of. Uh, I think I think it's just the um, like you know like like we we talked about this concept before about you know how much your brain on older games fill, filled in a lot of the the hardware limitations and, mm-hmm. and visual limitations with sure. with imagination and and so i think this is just like another way for it to you know kind of reimagine those scenes in your head that you thought were were scary and and make them even more you know tense um i i again like mary said i was very surprised at the depth of this presentation i didn't think there was going to be like this felt like a modern Konami. Maybe they've gutted a lot of the the riffraff that was there, that was you know limiting. Yeah, you know, I doubt that, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> or maybe their just PR team has gotten better. But you know, it's who knows. Maybe they have to answer more to their uh, shareholders being twenty two percent of that being ten cents. So Ooh. you know, maybe they they want to their their you know feet being dangled over the fire to turn out something good. Um, I have full confidence in Bloober. I thought it was really cool that they talked about, you know, the collaboration between the teams um, and then, yeah, the, the new Silent Hill to come. And, and I'm, I'm really excited. The, uh, the new generation of gaming is still, you know, paying tribute to all the games that have come before it. So excited. Awesome. Oh yeah, John, before you give your thoughts, I wanted to give a shout out to Greg Bargus who got married a few days ago. Round of oh, applause, yeah. everyone. I was that gonna say, got. what's what's that on his finger there? Oh. <laughs> Unfortunately, he's the one that got away from me. I'll get you one day. <laughs> one of these days. John, what were your thoughts? 
I think Greg's marriage is great, and I don't know why you said all those bad things about it. Seven out of ten. <laughs> Seven, Seven out of ten. ten. <laughs> the medium. Uh, so yeah, if if you recall last week, I thought I was being really optimistic as I. I said, like, I don't, I don't think we're gonna get just one new game. I thought we were gonna get two new games. Two. <laughs> you said out, we got fourteen. Still, like, way low, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we got, we got like three game games. We got a movie, and we got like whatever that weird ass interactive like Twitch yeah, sounding yeah. experience. I'm kind of interested be, in that. Like, I'm kind of interested. Yeah, like on paper, yeah. it sounds neat. I guess. Oh. It's, I think it's going to be co-op, baby, because the Dead by Daylight team is helping them with the behavior. behavior. So that's oh, okay. why I was like, co-op-y, like some sort of like PvP, yeah. you know, thing. But, I don't know. I was like, but they got behavior with them who yeah. is known for Dead by Daylight. Right. The, I mean, the best summary I saw of it was like just some random social media comment that just said, Twitch plays Silent Hill. That is the game, whatever mm-hmm. it is. <laughs> Basically. Whatever it turns out to be, it sounds like Twitch plays Silent Hills. So, you know, we'll see. But yeah, like um, it seemed like there's going to be like voting on like story beats and stuff on like yeah. choices you make. Yeah. And really emphasizing that whatever happens, this is the new Silent Hill canon. As yeah, like if you they can't just ignore it later. Story. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Like, yeah. like, who cares? Like, <laughs> like, as if they've had a new Silent Hill game for the past decade or something. Like. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's a novel concept. But I just think it's funny that like it can be up to you if. Tommy from Wisconsin dies in this alleyway <laughs> or in this park. Like, <laughs> just see, like the development team is like, we can't change this. They decided this on a Twitch stream. We can't change this. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we're off. We're scrapping everything now because he died in the park. But yeah. sir, everyone <laughs> voted for him to die of diarrhea. We can't change it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so we'll see how that goes, but. I think uh, Silent Hill F, which is a very amusing name. Like, I yeah, think that looks the that most sounds exciting cool to me. Like, like the studios were worried me like, on that one. Is that like 1960s <laughs> Japan or something? I think that's what I read. Yeah, yeah. It's so, so like, dope. Like, yeah, during the cool. during the actual event itself, there was so much like stuff, stuff, stuff yeah. that like it didn't even dawn on me till way after the event. It was like. Oh yeah, that was set in Japan, huh? Like that's yeah. not a normal thing for Silent Hill. Like yeah, that went really completely cool. <laughs> over my head in the big rush. But like I just yeah. I mean just visually, like even though it's really no indication of what the game's actually gonna look like, but like the visuals they offered up looked really cool. So yeah. I mean, there aren't many games I can think of that take place in nineteen sixties Japan, and I feel like we need more yeah. of that in our lives. So yeah. yeah. Agreed. Yeah. So just everything i've seen to that just like it looks enticing so i'm excited to see what they what they do with that but yeah to your point brett you're right about the developer apparently like this is the reverse development team the yeah. resident evil multiplayer game that's not out but it's out today out in, like three i in a, out in like three days i could have sworn i oh, just shit. read a tweet oh, that, that says it's beta. available right now oh is it a beta Wait, when does village when does remember. village gold come out 28th Okay, yeah, I thought oh, okay. it coincided no. with that. I th- I could have sworn I j- just saw a tweet that says it's playable right now. I don't know. Oh, early access mm. um, is a thing. I forgot I, I played it. They had the, the... Didn't they have a open beta before for Reverse? I'm almost sure. Yeah, they I did. I want to say they did, yeah. but I remember I played it at one... Yeah, 
Really. Or maybe it was a closed. And monster maybe really made its mark on Some you. Sort of yeah, exactly. <laughs> I can still <laughs> install <laughs> it. <laughs> nice. Really kicking myself for not getting into that one. Yeah, <laughs> boy. I don't know, but yeah, I don't know. Like, I mean, well, I've and again, this is like random tweets from like people who claim to know things, but like, I read that allegedly Bloober Team's being quote like kept on like a really tight leash with this remake of two so hmm. i wouldn't be surprised if that yeah. does end up being more or less just like an up kind of like, like a, last a of one us for part one. one yeah 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 so uh i don't know like it's like a significant put... graphics overhaul but like still the same right. skeleton yeah. yeah 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 so if that happens then like that kind of gives f like even more leeway to just go and do whatever yeah to just be bonkers yet that silent hill f is looks really cool that scene where the girl like sits up and there's like flowers growing out of all parts of her body you're like what the fuck is this yeah that's really and yeah and and lastly uh even though we don't we haven't actually seen the thing really. I think even the prospect of a new Silent Hill movie is cool because I yeah. liked the original. The Silent original Hill was movie, really good. Whenever that came out, yeah. yeah, yeah. Like the one scene that always stuck with me and made me think, "All right, this movie rules." Now is where um, I think it's like the townspeople are like fleeing into a church or something like that to like get away from a monster, but a monster catches one of the humans and in like one <laughs> rip just rips the human's yeah. whole skin off as like one oh, Jesus. And it's like oh and like not only that, it then throws it at the church door and it makes like this oh, slamming sound. It's like this is like so like metal. Oh, this rules. Like, that's awesome. I don't remember I, that. I'd never seen. Well, I I remember that only because that's yeah. like not something I've seen in a horror movie. So I was like, like if they thought of that, like all right, yeah, I'll come that's back awesome, to see more yeah. of that, dude. Yeah. So I yeah. I came out of that showcase like feeling like really good about Silent Hill as a casual awesome. observer. I I just think it's crazy. We went like what ten years without anything Silent Hill, and also on the same day we got three games, a movie, uh, you know, like yeah, they, they just thing. bombarded us out of nowhere. Yeah. To use the scientific <laughs> term, they really blew their load. Yeah, they did. <laughs> the Harvard term. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, it looks... I, I think Silent Hill 2 specifically I, i'm pretty excited about that one and i'll probably i'll try to play the first one before that one comes out just just so i at least know a little bit about the franchise because my only experience with it was playing it at like my friend's house whenever mm. like i went over there like i didn't like sit down and ever play through the whole games or anything i just remember right. them being pretty creepy yeah <clears throat> yeah like i said last week i played three and i played a little bit of four which i wasn't too into and that's why i only played a little of it but yeah three was awesome mm. so yeah give us more yeah and uh john you finished Mega Man 10 did you want to talk about that at all or did you already do that and i missed it <laughs> yeah talk I, about it. I very quickly okay. talked about it yeah. yeah okay sorry my bad that's all right. greg how is what are you playing and aside from boner jam 9000 and hentai lovers and unite? hentai lovers <laughs> well <clears throat> i'll tell you that the new hentai lovers unite is far better than the original <laughs> unite is the, what it's called it's, uh, milky the in factions are finally coming together and, and agreeing yeah. to be a team um no but i've been playing um uh a little bit more apex i, w- I didn't really get to play too much this last week just because of, i don't know i was a bit married and stuff but um what else? 
Yeah. yeah, but for the most part, it just uh, you know getting ready to finish out the season in Apex. Um, same old, same old, a little Rocket League. But I did get into the closed beta for Hyenas, um, mm. uh, which yeah. is both cool and shitty because it's under heavy NDA, and I can't tell you nothing about it. So other than <laughs> all right, I'll ask you later then. Creative mm-hmm. Assembly <laughs> and Sega. That's about it. Oh, okay. Well, I guess we'll just skip on straight to Mary then. Mary's still playing Breath of the Wild, Dead Cells, and Cold of the Lamb. How's that going? Yeah. Uh, I was in kind of like a funky, like, I couldn't decide what to play last week, so I just kept playing Breath of the Wild. I picked Dead Cells back up. Um, and then Cult of the Lamb got this fun Blood Moon Festival uh, little event mm. that's happening. It's not a DLC. It's just a nice little seasonal event, which I didn't expect them to do. Uh, I knew they were going to do DLC at some point, but I was like, oh, it's like only until November 10th. And it's just like a fun, quick, easy. It's nothing like new to like the gameplay or the story, um, but like there's just fun little things you can do to like get new decorations uh, for your your little home base you can get new follower forms so it's a fun little reason to get back into cult of the lamb and then also the music that plays whenever it's like the blood moon time is like 10 out of 10 there's like a new music and like it changes like the atmosphere of your like your cult base so it was really fun cool that's awesome sorry i got a very important text message from dan (laughs) (laughs) Dan, you interrupted. So, yeah. Um, so anything else going on? Are you, are you, are you um, any rants or anything crazy you want to talk about? I pre-ordered the special edition for Resident Evil 4 remake. Ooh, yeah. what does that come with again? Um, a really nice statue of Leon. I have no idea where I'm going to put it. Uh, the, the, the burning question is, does Leon have a dump truck in the statue? Yeah, or is he just sculpted? We've only seen the one photo of him. I requested via just me, probably. Did I tweet it? I don't think I did. I think I saved it in my drafts. I want a full 360 of it. I was like, I need to see like the all the details. <laughs> the details. Um, but you know Capcom. they dropped the we pre-order links the like on my birthday. And I was like, happy birthday to me. I'm pre-ordering this really fancy plug edition. <laughs> so... I have that nice. to look forward to. Um, I forgot what else it comes with. It comes in like a fancy box. Uh, there's probably some in-game stuff. Um, I can't remember if there's any other like physical items aside um, from a really nicely on statue. Just oh, like yeah, the map. There's a map that yeah. comes with it. And there's an art book and a poster special box. Yeah. yeah. So. Yeah. Cool. Yep. I just saw oh, that. It awesome. looks like it's like all like sold out at GameStop. Yeah, I <laughs> so they announced it during the live stream and I immediately was like, where's the link? I was like, I need the link. I need to know where. And so I was going to the Twitter accounts that like I followed that have like when things drop. So I was just like sitting on the GameStop website like, okay, <laughs> I'm ready. <laughs> I have to get this. <laughs> and get it, you did. I did. I, I succeeded. How much was it? Two, 199 you wish. I think it might have been 250. Come with yeah, that's what GameStop Holy is shit. Yeah. yeah. Does it come so. with any game? I doubt it. No. Download yeah. code. It does no, come it, with the game. It comes with the, the game. Yes. 
Yeah, it's oh, a, okay. it comes with a steel book. If they throw a download code in a steel book, I'm going to be annoyed. I do not like that <laughs> no, trend. Isn't that what they did with God of War? Yeah, I think so. Ragnarok, yeah. Yeah, I'm not a fan did. of that. I'm like, That's there better be lame. a disc in so there. That's stupid. Yeah. Like, I mean, yeah. like, I, I get that, like, there's the digital version, like the digital PS5, and, like, you can't put a disc in it, but, like, how many yeah. people that only own the digital version are people that would be interested in this yeah. physical one in the first place? Yeah. yeah, I'm I'm pretty sure. And Eric just said the game is physical because like I panicked because I think someone <laughs> misread that like mm. the the voucher codes are for like the in-game DLC. stuff, which I yeah. accept DLC is going to be a game code. But yeah. I was like rushing to it. I was like, I'm not going to cancel it anyway because I still want the statue because it looks nice. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but I was like, if I swear, if it's an empty steel book on my bookshelf, I'll be so annoyed. <laughs> I mean, when it's on your bookshelf, it looks the same. What's the big deal? Right. And, and, and now you don't have <clears throat> to go physically grab the game. You can just boot it up and play it. That's so much better. I like physical copies, though. <laughs> I always say, if GameStop sold game boxes that had a digital code in it, I would probably just go to GameStop and buy my games, cause, just so I could have the box, but not have to worry about having the disc. So I, I could just have Best the digital. Best Buy does that game. sometimes. I think I'm a digital I think they person. did that for Monster Hunter. For mm. Rise? Mm -mm. They had the steel book that came with it. Nice. But I'd yeah. rather just sit home and download from the store and be a lazy fuck. <laughs> yeah. And then go halfsies with Brett on everything. That's right. That's right. <laughs> Gotham Knights ain't 70. It's 35 each. That's much That's better. right. Which makes it feel Gosh. a hell of a lot better for it being average. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of Gotham Knights, that's what Brett, you're playing one of the games. Uh, do you want to talk about that or, or yeah. uh, Call of Duty? No, I mean, I'll just... I guess run through both of them quickly. Um, me and Brett almost have like an identical uh, games we're playing this week um, because, like you said, we we game share. So we got Call of Duty on what last Wednesday, and then Gotham Knights came out Thursday. So like back to back days, we got brand new games. Um, mm -hmm. And so I started Call of Duty the night before, and I got far enough into it. I'm like, I'm not going to touch Gotham Knights till I beat this because Call of Duty games aren't very long. And I uh, played that for a few nights. It didn't take too long. Beat that. I'm probably going to have more positive to say about it than Brett, partially because he's not, he hasn't done a couple of the missions that are awesome in that game, but I really enjoyed it. I thought it was one of the more solid uh, Call of Duties. Uh, the team that did this, Infinity Ward, also did Modern Warfare, the 2019 one, and the Infinite Warfare, which were both fantastic campaigns as well. So these guys just knocked their campaigns out of the park. Um, I really enjoyed that. And I would recommend, even though Brett has, he, he'll let him say what it was, but he's had a bad experience on one of the missions that I didn't like either, but it's like bothered him to the point where he's like, I can't play this game anymore. <laughs> it's like ruined his experience so for mad. the rest of the game. I'm like, no, just forget about that part because there's some really cool stuff coming up. Um, Still waiting on that cool stuff. Yeah, well, that, that mission, do you remember from the gameplay trailer when you sneak on the yeah, boat? Yeah, I still haven't done that yet. And the freight things are, are going back and forth, the cargo freights. That part is awesome. I'll, I'll say that's that was one of the cooler parts of any Call of Duty I've ever played. So I played that and then uh, started Gotham Knights a few nights ago. Haven't played too much of it still. Um, I'm not going to get too far into this because I feel like we could have a whole conversation on this. But I will say, me and Brett were talking about this last night. This is now the 
second major AAA game that I've played in the last month or two months that has had just absolute trash dialogue and voice acting. And, and yes. it, it's starting to feel like it's becoming a problem. Like these games have these massive budgets and they feel like it's someone just reading from a piece of paper in their office at home with no context on what the game is. They, they have no idea like what, what situation the character is supposed to be in. Like it just, the, the problem is the rest of the game has been fun. Like the, the gameplay, the combat, riding around through the city on your, on your bike is really fun. But some of the dialogue is so bad, it completely takes me out of the experience. And that's by far the worst part of it. Every, everything else I've been okay with. And, it's, and like Brett said, it's actually kind of addicting. I've, I've been enjoying it. But, but yeah, there's, I, I'm playing as Red Hood. And there's a couple moments where you like climb in through a window and he's like, oh, window on the third floor was wide open. Like just saying something <laughs> stupid. I'm like, dude, what? You, no one talks like that. <laughs> or like Brett said, the, the you, she, yeah, I don't want to say what the part I'll was, but it. yeah. yeah. <laughs> so anyways, um, just the, the it, it's funny because there's like these much smaller budget games. And I don't know what budget a Plague Tale Requiem had, I'm sure it had a much bigger budget than the first one, but I'm sure it didn't have as big a budget as a as a Gotham Knights or even a Saints Row. Gotham and, Knights been in development for ten years, so right. And the Plague Tale's voice at least, acting at least five. Sorry, yeah, Plague Tale's dialogue and voice acting was on par with like a movie or a TV show. It was fucking phenomenal. Mm. I didn't like the little boy. He bugged no. me. his voice bugged me, but Amicia! like yeah, Amicia, no, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's his, just a little I, too high. I could have done without his voice, but like, but it wasn't because he was a bad voice actor or the dialogue was bad. It's just his, his voice is kind of whining, but like I coming off of playing that game, which has God, I don't even know how, what percent of the budget that Gotham Knights did. And I play this and it's just very jarring. So that's disappointing. Um, and then I'm also playing Mario Odyssey. Uh, I, I thought I was just going to kind of put that game down after Disneyland. And then randomly last night, I played it for like three straight hours and got like sucked into it. So, so yeah, I'm kind of playing that nice. as well. So that's, that's what I'm into. Awesome. Yeah. I have a lot to say about uh call of duty and Gotham Knights, uh, call of duty. Oh man. I've been a big fan of infinity ward after they did infinite warfare, which is one of my favorite. It's in my favorite games of all time list. Like that's how much I loved that campaign. And, and my favorite games of all time list is pretty massive. It's, there's like 50 games on there, but that's one of them. Um, and I really loved uh, Modern Warfare 2019. And it, it was it was gorgeous. The pacing was amazing. So then when this game's coming, I, I was like just super excited for it. And, and I got to say, like the campaign so far has been so generic. Maybe it's because I just played the original Modern Warfare 2. I played it right before this one. Um but it's it's just so standard Call of Duty, whereas their previous games, they really felt like they were doing something different, especially like uh, Infinite Warfare. You're literally in space. The fan base didn't didn't like that element, but I thought it was amazing. It felt cool. in many ways, it felt like I was playing like a Mass Effect game. Like you have like a hub area, you, like your ship where you can go and like talk to people. It was so different for Call of Duty. Whereas this, I don't mind them going back to the basics and making it like Modern Warfare, but... I thought they would at least do something that's really different. Like even in, in like the original Modern Warfare 2, like it starts off you're on like a snowy mountain and you're like 
climbing up it and you're falling and like your friends helping you. It's just like, that's really awesome. This so far has really just been, let's go to a new area and shoot and then go to a different area and keep shooting. And then they throw in this absolutely terrible, like satellite above mission. <laughs> Brett, Brett mentioned it where you have, where you're basically controlling these guns from super high up. They had it in the original modern warfares as well. And I always thought they were terrible and I thought everyone knew they were terrible and, and that they would never bring them back, but they did in this game. And <clears throat> I just, the game does such a poor job, like indicating where you're supposed to be shooting. So you're constantly just getting killed by these uh, missiles headed your way. You're, you're supposed to send out these, uh, Brett, what are they called? Like the the missile stoppers. I forgot what they're called. Uh, flare guns? Oh, yeah, like flare a flare things. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so that's, that sucked. That was annoying. It kept on killing me. I kept on, I kept on being confused on where I was supposed to shoot. And that mission I just thought was absolutely terrible. But even after that, like Brett said, the game gets better. And I'm just still waiting for it to get better. Like I did a mission <laughs> where you're driving a car, which I thought, okay, that's different. You're driving a car in Call of Duty. That's something that's pretty different and then it's also cool because you get to hop out of the car get on top of it jump on another car and then then throw them people out and like usually that's pretty fun in games but in this it just felt very janky and weird the whole time i don't know if my game was bugged but there's no music playing yeah there's no music playing during that section you'd think you'd be like something like that but it's just quiet and you're doing like these action things i'm like this is awkward it's just weird um so that section, as cool as it could have been, it wasn't. Um, in Advanced Warfare, the campaign actually had a similar thing. You're on a highway jumping from car to car, and a lot of it's done in cutscenes, but you are actually jumping from car to car, and that was freaking awesome. I felt like freaking uh, the Winter Soldier in that game because of the way they had those exosuits. They could do, like, super powerful stuff. That was awesome, but in this game, the, the whole section just wasn't good. I'm still hoping that the campaign ends strong. That's what I'm hoping because... I was really looking forward to this campaign. I, like, like I said, Infinite Warfare was just so good. And then Modern Warfare 2019, it was just it was just really fun the whole time. Like the pacing was so solid. And then this game, I was just looking forward to it so much. And it's been pretty disappointing. But aside from that, Gotham Knights. I, ha- I actually put out a TikTok today, which I haven't even looked at in a few hours. I think it's probably gone way up in views. It's currently Don't compare at- it to Arkham, Brett. 105,000 <laughs> views on TikTok. So that's a really good TikTok today. Jesus. Um, so yeah, uh, people are mad that I'm comparing it to Arkham games. Oh, what else yeah. am I going to compare <laughs> yeah. it to? <laughs> Spider-Man? Like, what the fuck are you guys talking about? <laughs> going to compare it to Xenoblade I compare Chronicles? a Batman like, game to... What the fuck to, are you supposed to compare uh, it to? <laughs> yeah, I compare a, a, a Bat Family game to a Batman game. Like, how how crazy is that? Like, what? It's They even made an Arkham game. It's it's right. not like it's a completely <laughs> separated thing. They made Arkham Origins, which just so happens to be one of my favorites. So, of course, I'm going to compare it to that. And I actually have a little list I'm going to go down and try not to go too long. But I'm going to do basically my TikTok in real time. So, here we go. The detective stuff isn't very good. It's not nearly as good as Arkham Origins, which was the best detective stuff of the entire Arkham trilogy. The RPG elements feel almost pointless. You go in, you upgrade your suit, you walk away. You're not thinking, you're not really thinking about how can I really get my character at its max? And you're not really thinking about any of that stuff. You go in, you buy a new suit basically with uh, XP points and you walk away. And, and the customization is cool. I'll, get, I'll give it that. The customization for the suits is really awesome. But while the suits look really cool, the character models look like 2014 PS4 graphics. Like, they don't look very good. The I'm pretty disappointed in the visuals overall, especially considering the development cycle this game has had, which there were, there were like, early reports that this team was making a Suicide Squad game that got canceled. 
But I'm assuming this game has been in development for at least seven years out of those 10 years, at least seven. And this is what they came out with, which is pretty disappointing. The structure of the game, letting you play as four different characters is pretty cool, but it also hinders the storytelling because you have to be able to be four different characters in a cutscene. So no matter what, no cutscene mid game is going or like mid uh, mission is going to feel very impactful or emotional or matter because whoever you're talking to has to be able to say whatever they're saying to one of four characters. So it's yeah. like, there's no like connection there. Like, and there's a disconnect the whole time. Brett mentioned it earlier. It felt like the voice actors had no context to what was happening in the game. They didn't know if it was a serious moment, a joking moment. There's one section. This is minor spoilers. I don't think anyone will care. <clears throat> Batwoman. <laughs> Batwoman falls in a hole below the oh city. Oh, my God. And falls <laughs> on son of a bitch. hundreds of dead bodies that are skeletons. And I'm like, wow, this is dark. This is really cool. Like, this is a, the environment is so serious. And Batwoman's reaction is like, oh, man, these poor people. Like what? <laughs> what? You would be scared. You, you would have some it, type right. of emotion. You You'd would be like you hyperventilating, feel, like, oh my yeah. god. You would I feel like she would be scrambling to get up, you know, and push away. Yeah, from there was nothing, right. dude. It, She's like, golly like, gee. Oh, <laughs> basically ew, ew, ew. ew. <laughs> it's basically that. And then there's one section. Actually, it's right before that. Um, you're in this dome with this dude who's he literally gets murdered in front of you. A dude gets murdered. And keep in mind, the, the bad family, they don't kill. So death is a big deal to them. So the, he gets murdered, and she's like, that poor man. I'm like, what is the direction on this acting? I'm like, what is going on? Uh, I just... Mm. In every single conversation, you can tell that the that the that there was no direction on what the scenario is like, all right, you're in a very serious situation where you have to be extremely quiet because you're inside of a rich dude's mansion. There's guards swarming everywhere. And you just, you, you have to be like focused when you say this next line. And it's like, Oh man, I wonder what Robin's doing right now or something stupid <laughs> like that. Like Robin never had to deal with this or just something completely random. Like first off, be quiet because there's, there's guards everywhere. You could easily get killed, but no, everything has to be a joke in this game. And it's, it really reminded me of Saints Row. And it's even worse in this game because the environments, Gotham, is so serious looking. Right. Like everything least, is so serious looking. And it's yeah, completely least, tonally off from the writing. What? As you say, at least Saints Row, it's like this goofy, bonkers game anyway. So like, yeah, exactly. like it, it cheese made ball dialogue at least made more sense, even though it still sucked. But in this, like, this is supposed to be like Gotham's a very dark atmosphere. And like these people are just talking like it's like they're just going out for a Sunday stroll. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's yeah. just so like, weird. It's really, it's, and I, and I literally um, put in an Arkham Knight just to see like, what's the tone of this game? And the tone of the Arkham games is so like serious and brooding. Yeah. And, it, but also toes the line between comic booky slash like, like uh uh like cornyish kind of i'm like oh man i wonder what the bat's doing he's gonna be here soon like you hear that 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 acting and it's like okay this matches the world good even though it's like really dark and serious um but this game man just the dialogue between the characters is so off and i just feel like i gotta blame mitch dyer no i'm just kidding yeah (laughs) please Uh, yes any chance you can get to blame mitch dyer for something take advantage 
<laughs> but yeah. Um, Did he work aside on from this that, game? the traversal. <laughs> what? Did he work on this game? Yeah, yeah. he did. I, yeah, oh, he okay. did. did some writing on it. It'd yeah. be extra funny if he was not involved at all. Next time. Next game, he's getting blamed for. Um, but yeah, aside from that, the traversal doesn't feel as good as the Arkham games. And I'm sorry for comparing it to a Batman game, this freaking Batman yeah, game. God but forbid. The, the bike is kind of cool. You can spawn it right in front of you at any yeah. time. Hop on it, pop a it's wheelie, and, like, and like go through the city. And then it's like, wow, I feel like Batwoman <clears throat> in the city right now. I wish it wasn't at 20 frames per second because that's really <laughs> turning me off a little bit. Um, I'm not even a frame rate guy, but a solid 30 would have been... To say. A solid 30 is all I need to be happy, but this game does not meet that requirement in the open world, unfortunately. Um, and yeah, that's pretty much it. The combat, I guess, doesn't feel nearly as good as the Arkham games. It's totally different, so I'll give it the pass, but even though it's different, mechanically, it just doesn't feel right. I don't know if it's if it's going to take upgrades, but I feel like a game shouldn't take upgrades to feel good to play. Um, yeah. And that's another thing. The game starts you with no gliding, no... V- no means of tra- of a of a transportation so aside from your grappling hook. Yeah, and grappling. I'm like, yeah, you're li- you're literally Batman's already dead, and you haven't even gotten your wings yet. You yeah. can't even glide. <laughs> like, why do they call you Batwoman? Why don't they just call you Woman? You don't have bat wings. <laughs> like, I don't even understand. Grapple Woman. Grapple Woman. <laughs> the grappler. So yeah, that that that, that bothered bad. me kind of, and and they force you to do side quests to get it, and it's like, don't make don't and and the thing is is i had fun doing the side quest because well i was forced to but it's like don't make me do side quests to earn a, a simple means of gliding whenever you could have just made it an interesting open world and made me want to do it to begin with yeah. and i feel like i would have but now i feel like i've gotten my fill with with uh, side stuff since i did that so now i've just been going through the main mission and uh yeah it's not really challenging at all uh the stealth is broken forgot to mention that stealth rarely uh, stealth works. is terrible it doesn't in the previous batman games when you were up on like a like a what's it called the like, like, like a gargoyle, gargoyle. Yeah. yeah you weren't getting saw no matter what even if it was like five feet above the people there was like the game there were rules at play the rules in this right. game are that they're gonna see you no matter what no matter where you're at or, or what you're doing um even if you're in the pure darkness even if you're up high like they see you and i'm like what like and then yeah. it's like you're forced to do the combat which doesn't feel as good and all of this leading up to the moment where i say i'm weirdly addicted to the game it's still fun being in gotham i hate that's, you I it's still like such awful critiques of it or you know especially the main mechanics of it and you still i'm addicted to it I, well the thing is it's like it's been seven years since the last game the tone of the open world is awesome how it's right. very dark and you know all that stuff graphically it's hit or miss it don't it doesn't always look as good as arkham knight but for the most part the graphics look decent not like unbearable like not saints row bad like saints row looks bad it looks worse than saints row 3 remastered but this game i would say graphically it's fine it would have been nice at 60 frames per second considering the graphics aren't like uh, mind-blowing by any stretch but they're decent and photo mode and really it's cool. 2022 yeah, and it's 2022, that as well. But yeah, I mean, for the most part, just existing in the world is cool. But then, like Brett says, as soon as you get a radio from uh, Robin, it's like the, the immersion break is like just horrible. Like yeah, just can I, the can acting I ask this and too? the writing. I'm not, I'm not going to play it. I haven't played it. But like in terms of like, okay, so like for the glide mechanic, just in general, like how big is the world? Does it feel like you, you need it to 
explore yeah. every aspect. I mean, see, that's that's shit. It makes it. No, like you don't need it to explore anywhere that you couldn't before. No, because because you can grapple anywhere. But it's. I mean, but like, running is on it, a is rooftop it so is it'll make it like, easier. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's 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 not too big to where the gra- to, uh, to where the glide is like necessary. You could literally play through the whole game without getting yeah. your means of transportation. That's not the bike, which is kind of yeah. fun. Yeah, the bike kind of makes up for not being able to glide because the bike that goes fast as hell. So, yeah. yeah. But I wish you could. I wish you. This is a another a super nitpick. There's this effect when you're riding your bike that's like on the sides of the screen where it's supposed to look like wind, and I just wish I could shut it off. Like it doesn't look good. Yeah, it's like that right. blur or something. It's it's like the lines, like a Halo Infinite. <laughs> oh well. yeah, I sh- yeah, shut yeah, that yeah. off. I, yeah, I would say one thing real quick before we finish. Like uh, one thing I was disappointed with in the combat is there's no like unless you can with other characters with Red Hood, you can't counter like you could in the Gartham games. Like when you no. time, like when you see a guy's about to hit you and you hit triangle and you stop it and counter punch him. Yeah, that was one of the dodge. coolest. Like I loved that about the Arkham games is like the like how you could just rally combos and it felt so free flowing. This feels so like hit a guy twice, roll out of the way, hit a guy two twice. You know, it's definitely really, not satisfying combat. I really wish this game wasn't structured how it is how they wanted people to play co-op i really wish it was just a single player game where you're playing as batwoman or or a red hood probably bat or a batgirl i feel like that would have been a good choice because her dad also died in the in the universe so losing batman and her dad all hope is lost could have done something really serious while also trying to figure out the final mission that batman was doing which is figuring out who the court of owls are and, and what their deal is going down into their like secret place and seeing all the dead bodies like it could have been so good yeah. It's all there. It's created, but they wrapped it in terrible acting and terrible story choices and a terrible structure. Like it shouldn't have been, it shouldn't have been a co-op game. Like I, I don't even know anyone who's playing it in co-op to be honest. Like I've seen no I, one played it in co-op. I don't see how it would be fun, really. It might be, be fun, but it's like we're, we'd have to be in the same exact spot in the right. game, unless you want to redo missions and stuff. And it's just I, I don't know. I f- I really feel like. And, and and with uh, the detective stuff, I feel like they made it super simplistic because they, they knew when you're playing co-op, you wouldn't want to stand around and, and figure out detective stuff. You want to go fight people. But yeah. the game, it, it, it really would have improved the game to have better detective elements, especially since the team did so good with Arkham Origins. Like, I, I, I don't know. I just have so many complaints. But all in all, I'm somewhat entertained by it. I'm enjoying it enough to keep playing and keep playing it quite a bit, so... I'll have uh, final thoughts on it next week. I probably will have beaten it by then. But we'll also be talking about Bayonetta next week. So that, well, that'll probably yeah. take up the whole conversation. Man, what, a, what a couple of weeks. Plague Tale, Gotham Knights, Call of Duty, Bayonetta. Like, jeez, man. Yeah. What a nuts couple of weeks. And then God of War a week and a half later. And God right? of Wars, yeah. Sonic. Yes, yeah. yeah, Sonic Frontiers. Oh, yeah. Our favorite game of this month. podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, I'm feeling like I might not even be able to get Sonic at launch. I'm I'm spending too much money on games right now. I just dropped 60 on Bayonetta. Now I'm about to get God of War. There's too many games. But Wait, uh, when is Sonic Frontiers? Uh, November. November. Same day as the yeah. day before uh, God of War, right? Yeah, it's like a day or two before God of War. That's right. That's right. Jeez, these games are really sneaking up now, huh? Yeah. Yeah. It's, I like gaming. I almost season. forgot about. I feel like we heard heard about Sonic Frontier like twice a week, every week, forever, and then all of a sudden, yeah. I haven't heard anything for a while now. Yeah, 
Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. Too. I was. I was. I was gonna buy Bayonetta at launch, but now all of a sudden, just because I'm suddenly playing Star Ocean, I'll probably wait till I'm done with that. So I'm gonna be yeah. backed up just from this one game. <laughs> yeah, there's too many games, and like I've been like getting the urge to play some older games, like Persona Five Royal just came to Game Pass, so that's like yeah. tempting to try. Like not try, just like play. I I beat I beat the original. I I, I actually never played Royal, which is mm-hmm. kind of crazy since I'm a, a huge Persona fan, but that game was so damn long that it's like do i really need to dedicate the time again yeah. to experience that i'm not that's one it. third the same like, i'm just i'm waiting I mean, for persona 4 in january yeah that mary did you tough. play royal originally mm-hmm. yeah okay so we sort of have two different uh persona 5 experiences basically yeah um because i played the vanilla version so maybe that's why you like it so much, because I never, I mean, I, I, I love the game, but it's its no Persona 4 to me. But I do know someone right. who said Persona 4 Golden was way better than Persona 5 until they played Royal, and then they said Royal is better. And I'm yeah. like, what? How? Well, it's funny, because like yeah. I hear people be like, Persona 4 Golden is like so much better. And then other people be like, no Persona 5. And I'm like, okay, I'm just going to have to play 4 yeah. and make my own decision. <laughs> mm-hmm. Just, uh... Honestly, if I were you, I don't. Unless they change it, you can't change the difficulty in mid-game. You might want to just do easy. I'm, I'm just saying that because I, I struggled with with normal difficulty on Persona Four. Like, okay, I had but to now, grind you, and, now it feels like a challenge. Now I have to do normal. You should, okay, I don't do easy no. mode usually. My pride <laughs> won't let me. <laughs> I, with a JRPG, if it's long, I might end up doing an easier yeah. difficulty just to get rid of the grinding. I don't, I don't remember four golden being overly super hard. Like I, I think that game was manageable. I thought three was harder. Yeah, I mean it was back in the time. It was like 2013. Just got a Vita, and I hadn't been super experienced with JRPGs aside from like mm. Pokemon and some old Final Fantasies <laughs> yeah. and shit. So well, I, I was just that. inexperienced, I guess, but. I just remember like being like, man, I got to do all this grinding just to move forward in the story because I was so enthralled by the story, but I couldn't move forward because my guys were too weak. So I had to go back to the dungeon, level up and do all that stuff. So I was just trying to help you out to avoid that. But if John's saying it's perfectly normal nowadays, like I was just I was, I was just an idiot back then. I mean, there, no, I mean, there's there's definitely some hard parts, but I think overall it's manageable. Yeah. 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 Awesome. Well, this has been Spot Dodge, a live Persona podcast. Thanks a lot for hanging out. We will see you guys next week where we're talking about Bayonetta 3. It'll finally be out. I'm very excited. Brett, you're going to play it, right? I am. Mary, you're going to play it, right? Yep. Greg, you're going to play it, right? Yes, sir. Oh, Greg's going to play it. All right. And John, you're going to wait because you're playing Star Ocean. (laughs) Yeah, it's just a matter of how fast I can get through this thing. Yeah, it sucks. (laughs) All right, this is Spot Dodge once again. If you made it this far, please leave us a review on podcast platforms. It would really mean a lot. And if you're watching on YouTube right now, give us a thumbs up. It might, it might help us out in the, in the algorithm, algorithm a little bit. Thanks a lot, and we will talk to you guys later. Goodbye. Bye. Yep. Bye-bye.